Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Hey, Glenn. Mikey, what's going on? Good morning, my friend. Hey, good morning, man. So, full transparency. Yeah, we're in like we're in like so it's October of 2022. I don't know when people are gonna listen to this, but uh, we had frost this morning. I know. I have my winter. I pulled my winter coat out. And yes, you have your winter coat, and you got and a I Columbia, got a fleece, and, and you, I got a sweater. Got a quarter zip on. I know. Oh my gosh! And I have a sweatshirt on, right? Yeah. And and it's it's beginning of October. We had frost this morning. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting here in the uh, studio. I mean, the coffee shop. And and we have a table for three today. So we have our guest. Wait, uh, a table for how many? Well, how's uh, your math? Uh, a table. Wait, it's still early. A table for four. A table. For table four. for four. Right. So we have folks on the Zoom because they're not in the studio, but they're in Zoom. And 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 the one says Southern California. They're in T-shirts. And, uh, I and know. So so got the surfboards in the background. Yeah, like, come we, on, dude, surfs up. Yeah. Before we we jump in, I just want to check in and say hi and see what's yeah. going on. And 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 I am drinking from my sober dot coffee. Uh, I know. Co-host. Oh. Co-host by, cup. By the way, we've got for our special guests. We've got now sober dot coffee special guest mugs on their way. So. Yeah, that's we're awesome, man. We, hey, we, we we got a lot of stuff going on. You know what we don't have though? What's that? We don't have an app. We don't have a sober coffee app. We I mean, do not. We we're do. on Instagram. We're on well, Tiki Taki. Right? We're on. We are not on Tiki Taki. We are going to be on Tiki. Going to be, but I'm you know, telling oh, you. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's all things. So super excited today. Here, here, here's what we've got. We've we've got a, a trifecta, maybe. Yeah, you know, is a good way to put it. So we have uh, Curtis and Danny. Mm-hmm. Welcome, welcome from Southern California. Welcome, Curtis. Welcome, Danny. Thank you. And yeah, so, here. what we'd like to do is spend uh, a couple minutes each, uh, little, little abbreviated stories of experience, strength, and hope. Um, so, for for Danny, she's going to keep it to two hours, and then <laughs> um, and then they and we are all working on a cool project, right? Yeah. Called called the Sober App. So, what we want to do is just leave a couple minutes at the end to kind of highlight the Sober App. Um, you know, I see Curtis in the background. We, and we're not on video yet, man, but we're going to be. I know. You have, you have committed that we're going to video. Uh, I know. We're going to video. We'll be have a YouTube channel soon, so we'll be able to learn a lot about and see Sober App in, That's in awesome. action. Yeah. Well, as of now, Curtis has we're the Sober App audio. framed in the background. Yeah. Danny's got her Sober App swag on. And, yeah. and so yeah. we're, we're looking forward to talking about that. So, Curtis and Danny, welcome. Looking forward to hearing your stories. Indeed. Danny, ladies always go first. Yep. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, experience, strength, and hope. What it was like then, what it's like now. Um, so, first and foremost, I always like to say thank you to the newcomer that might be here listening because um, I think that was one of the biggest things for me was was surrendering and taking that first step and just sort of listening in the background to. Um, all the things that people had to say about their recovery. So if you're here new and listening, I'm super proud of you. Um, So, boom. So for me, my childhood was tough. Um, A lot of abuse, a lot of 
um, exposure to drugs, hard drugs, alcohol, the whole nine. Um, I lived that way for from the time I was six until I was 12. My parents got divorced. And by then I had had my experience at uh, drinking for the first time at 12 years old. And um, instead of using any other helping cope or any other coping mechanism to deal with the childhood abuse that I went through and, and the lifestyle that I had, drinking became my coping mechanism. And so from age 12 until 38 years old, I used alcohol as my drug of choice and uh, my coping mechanism. So over a 27-year period of multiple marriages and um, becoming a mother and struggling with addiction in that process, um, I didn't necessarily have a rock bottom. What I like to say is that I had a a pond that I threw a million little pebbles in that created a giant rock bottom. Um, and so at 38 years old, I woke up one Saturday morning and decided that I was going to commit to one week of not drinking. And mm. one week turned into 30 days and 30 days turned into 90 days. And um, somewhere around 90 days, I realized that I was not the badass that I thought I was who could get through her recovery without needing any kind of help or therapy or support or guidance. And um, in that 90 day mark, I completely fell on my butt and I realized I had no clue who I was, that I had some deep wounds to heal that I'd never even touched base into. And so I made an Instagram account, Sober Socially, and I reached out for help. I asked people, what's next? What do I do? How do I figure out who I am? I was completely hopeless, lost. And so I surrendered to my will because that is how I operated. My entire life was in my own will. And uh, somebody recommended AA. And that threw me back in my chair because at the time I thought, that AA was for the homeless person who drank hard oh, liquor out of Oh, and, cr and crusty old 55-year-olds, too, <laughs> mind you. Yes, gray hair guys. Right. So when that was recommended, I went, oh, no, that's not for me. In no. any case, I went to an AA meeting that next week, and um, I found a group of women who proceeded to take me into their wing, give me the best support, guidance, and love that I've ever received in my life. And I um, dove headfirst into the program. I completed the 12 steps and um, that changed my life. Um, that gave me the tools I needed to, to be a sober woman and understand what sobriety meant for me. Um, it wasn't long after that that I realized I needed a lot more therapy because of the traumas experienced from childhood and whatnot. And so um, I sort of started branching out around the same time um, Curtis and I got connected and we, the evolution of the sober app started and all of those things encompassing the therapy, the program, starting an app, getting really connected and plugged in with the recovery community and really just spending so much of my free time volunteering at different events and all the things I could do. I was living, breathing, eating recovery. And so that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I love it. I might I might throw in there that 
I think you're still a badass. A different kind of badass. I think you're sober a different. Badass. Yeah, you're a sober badass, which totally. which makes you like extremely dangerous to the non-sober world. It's like, look out! I love it. Love your story. And, yeah. So, so quick question. Let me jump in. Everything's perfect today, right? Hundred percent perfect. No problems. I never. Struggle. I love how this shit works, man. It's just great. Yeah. Sobriety solves I mean, all problems. The difference is right. The difference is is that I still struggle. I just have the tools that I need to struggle. And then there's this amazing growth that comes from it each time. So there's a difference in the way that I struggle today. It's just not like how it used to be. So does so does so and I'm I'm put words in your mouth here, but does sobriety make the struggle easier? Absolutely. Yeah. If I if I wasn't sober, the way that I coped was using drugs and alcohol, which made everything ten times worse. Uh I, I mean to the point of, of not wanting to wake up. So this type of struggle, it, it, it's not, you know, we always say it's an opportunity. It's not what's happening to me. It's what's happening for me. And I get to live in that mindset and have that perspective today of, okay, what is going on? How can I, what can I learn from this? What can I take away from it? What do I need to leave? How, where's the evolution here? So it's a different kind of struggle today. It's, it's, um, it's one that I welcome now. Yeah. Hey, Danny, do you still have your uh, Instagram account? Do you are you still active on Instagram? Oh yeah. What What's the handle again? Sober underscore socially. Okay. We'll put that in the um, We'll put that in the in the resource room. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, Danny. Thank you so much. And Curtis, we're going to bounce the ball to you. Yes, sir. Welcome, thank welcome. you very much. Um, I always called. I've been calling Danny a recovery phenom now. She's just amazing. Huh. What she does on social media and the people she reaches out to and the impact she has is unbelievable. Thank you. Um, so my story is uh, definitely different. Uh, I had a great childhood growing up. My parents are still together with three older siblings. I was the youngest of four. Um, no childhood trauma. Just uh, was a very shy, kind of insecure child. Very shy. Um, and having three older siblings and two parents that were very social. I'm talking wine every night you know people over over at other people's houses four or five times a week which they still still are actually um i just got introduced to it at a young age uh alcohol around probably 11 12 you know going into the liquor cabinet and mixing the scotch with the gin with the vodka mm. and putting it in a water bottle and trying it with your buddies and not liking it and then going into high school and being introduced to it more and getting into the beers and then the weed and then you know later in high school experimenting with ecstasy and mdma and mushrooms and, and you know in grade 11 12 i told myself because all my older buddies were doing uh, a lot of cocaine i said uh, i would never do that i'll never s stick anything up my nose or anything like that um and then come you know, 2021, uh, music festivals and all that, I got introduced to cocaine. And keep in mind, all this uh, was still very recreational. It wasn't, I wasn't using at that time that I know of to cope with anything, um, kind of escape anything. I was a very social kid. Uh, my insecurities kind of went away and I was, you know, the popular kid in high school, popular kid after, I was always kind of the leader of my groups always had wicked jobs or owned businesses. And um, that was up until, you know, 23, 24, I got mixed up with the wrong crowd as a 
entrepreneur and got into uh, a little bit of trafficking of uh, marijuana up in Canada and just hanging out with the wrong guys at the wrong time. And come 2015, uh, I was busted. I was in a hotel room with some friends and they had a bunch of stuff on them and I you know, the drug enforcement agency kicked the door down. I was just hanging out with them in the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, that kind of was my first trauma that I remember. And that I remember coming home from that from uh, jail and being quite traumatized. And just all the shame and guilt from all the drinking and drug use before kind of hit me now. Um, all the ruined businesses, all the uh, quit or fired jobs, all the, you know, all the pain, all the suffering that alcohol and drugs had caused since I was 16, all hit me at once because this was a huge guilt and shame for me and my family. And I remember coming home that day, I went over to my parents' house and I went back down to my place in downtown Vancouver and I called my guy and that was the first time of five, the rest, the next five years that I started using cocaine as a medication to cope with all my trauma, guilt, and shame that I had built up over the last, you know, 10 years of use. Now, that lasted for about five years to the point where it got really bad every day. Um, I had wanted to quit for so long, I just didn't know how to. I kept doing it on my own, and that, you know, I think we all know that doesn't really work. As we learn in recovery, you know, you got to ask for help get in the community, get connected. And that was the last thing I wanted. Um, last thing I wanted was to admit to the world that I had a drinking and drug problem. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, uh, that brought up a time. It, it just got so bad that uh, I was faced with an ultimatum. It was like, this is an opportunity for me to tell someone right now. And I came clean to uh, the person I was with at the time. And I remember the weight of the world coming off my shoulder that day. Um, after crying for about three, four hours, it was, holy crap, that this is done. I've done it. Um, what I soon realized, staying three weeks sober, instantly stayed three weeks sober was super easy for me. Um, I soon realized that I was doing it for them and not me. Mm. Doing it for my siblings. I was doing it for everyone who knew. Um, the person I was with at the time, my best friends who are all new, my brother, my sister. And... The moment I was left alone, what do you think I did? Boom, relapsed. Sure. And that's when, that was my one of many rock bottoms, but definitely the deepest. That was my, okay, living on a friend's couch now, um, basically not working, no idea what I'm doing with my life, um, rock bottom. And that's when I started doing it for me. That's when I said, okay, Kurt, I got to get my shit together. And that's when I started to educate myself. Um I did library every day. I listened to every podcast, every YouTube channel, every, I sat down, I got a place and I literally for the first two weeks, it was a dark two weeks, but I educated myself on everything there was to do with addiction. You took a a crash course, huh? I took a crash course. Yeah. I self-educated myself. um, And it was during COVID too. So I was a COVID kind of recovery and, um, that that really helped and then two months into my recovery i decided i wanted to hop on a bike and ride across uh from seattle to uh san diego Mm -hmm. 
And I did that. And that was <laughs> like, wait, wait, stop. How many, like, yeah. like, How many miles wait, is that? Stop. We're not going to let you brush over that. All right. So <laughs> when, when, when you say bike, are you talking about motorcycle or pedal bike? Pedal bike. You have got to be kidding me. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's awesome. So I just said, I wanted to challenge myself. I said, I'm doing it. My parents are like, what do you got to lose right now? See, I do that same thing. And I I say the exact same thing to myself. And then I walk around the block. (laughs) Same, same. I don't get on a bike and and, and that's 1,500 miles, right? Yeah, exactly. It was 3,000 kilometers, uh, 16. Oh, that's right. You're, you're, you're one of those Canadian folks that talk in metric. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> exactly. There you go. All right. So, so, so let's switch to that point in time after the bike ride, right? So, you know, you know, I love how this shit works. And I'm trying to frame I got seven things trying to go in one direction here. So I'm going to try to spit yeah. them out so it makes sense. Um, I love how this shit works in this world because sobriety, you know, um, drove your passion, commitment, and purpose quickly, right? Some, some like for me, it took a couple of years before you know I got my acting gear, right? Right. Um, but you quickly got your acting gear along the way. You met Danny very quickly, um, and and you started with this app, right? Called the Sober App. Um, right. And you're in Canada. It's in COVID. And you're a tech guy, and you started figuring out coding, and you're gonna you're gonna build this app, right? So, yeah. there's the genesis of the sober app, right? Well, and I and I heard the genesis in your story because because when you needed help, uh, you know, you're a tech guy, according to Glenn, but you turned to technology. You know, for me, I needed help. I walked through a door of of a room. That's what I was right. told to do. I didn't yeah. know anything about YouTube or TikTok or Instagram or I didn't know anything. I didn't you turn to those. At, I still don't. You're right. <laughs> but but, but I, I heard technology. And what I love about this having you on today is that, you know, that's where we need to be for the next generation. I mean, and Definitely. It, it positively need to be available in those spaces for them to grab a hold of. Mm-hmm. You just, you know, you go out into public or even in homes these days and just look around how many people are on their phones. Yeah. Or they're, they're walking through Target with a shopping cart, two right. kids, and then they're still on their phone. <laughs> right, right. Um, and let me just say this. So when I started my sober Instagram account uh, two weeks into my sobriety, Danny was the fifth person I followed. Oh, wow. And she had such a huge impact on me that when I was on my bike ride, I was like, hey, maybe I'm going to start a podcast along this bike ride and meet up with sober people along the way. Oh, that's and Danny good. was one of the first, first people I reached out to said, hey, I'm biking down to San Diego. She's like, hell yeah, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> I never had. He wanted to do his own po- podcast type thing and he said let's get together and talk and i'm like you know at the time and my role is i will never turn down any reasonable requests that's sort of like a a living rule that i have and uh, especially for recovery obviously so we were originally supposed to meet and he actually didn't make it out this far to san diego but um i mean fate have you know (laughs) god does and we ended up meeting anyway but um it was funny because when we did finally connect, we went through our DMs on Instagram. <laughs> and with, there was so much um, like back and forth the whole time, you know, whether it was like sending each other stupid little emojis or a little fire <laughs> symbol or whatever it was. There was always an interest there. But I wasn't on Instagram for that reason. He wasn't either. It, it, it was sobriety 
right. was our mutual, you know, love and passion sure. and connection, variety that ultimately connected us. Right, right, right. So, so, uh, Kurt, you started coding the sober app, right? And 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 then along the way, you know, so you 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 launched that. Um, you know, kind of a MVP, which it, which is uh, you know in the tech world is or startup world is called minimal viable product, yeah. and um, and and like quickly connecting with people out there in, in the sober world, and and you know we'll we'll highlight the sober app here in a second, but what and and then Mikey and I jumped on, and and you guys wanted like sober coffee to be part of the sober app, yeah, collaborators, right, content. And we're like, sure, let's jump on. We, so we've had some conversations, right? And, and, and what I saw immediately with both Danny and, and Curtis was your passion and your commitment and your purpose for sobriety and maybe more importantly, the people that are on the sober path, mm. right? And that's yeah. kind of what you, you and I are about, Mikey, you know? So we had some conversations and... And then what, what, what I really liked is, is you know, and now is, you know, Kurt, I, I, I won't answer. Let me bounce it to you. And what's your vision in a couple sentences for the Sober app? Ah, uh, ooh, there's just so much to fit into two sentences. But basically, it, uh, we want the Sober app to be a safe space where anybody suffering with addiction uh, can go to recover virtually so everything from meetings to education to resources to community to everything you need you can get it on the sober app and not just people suffering but people who maybe already have some time and want to stay connected to other people right and also offer the mental health aspect within the app as well the connection the resources the help Right, so 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 I I'm I'm hearing, um, you know, a comprehensive tool, you know, or a comprehensive app, right, focused on sobriety that includes tools, um, community, and support for anybody on the sober path and recovering. And it's not just alcohol, right? It's drugs. Right. Yep. There, I mean, it's, it's for recovery from everything. Right. So it's comprehensive. Yep. So I know there's there's some apps out there and, and each app might do one or two things. Right. Some might have a day counter and some might have a meeting finder and some might have a community. And so what the sober app is doing is looking to combine all 12 of them or 10 or 14 of them into one comprehensive resource. Right. Now, what you said, plus about 10 other features that no one else is doing. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. So, uh, we, like like to, we like to say it like um, one, of our, one of our partners did. Um, you know, what's out there is a Kia Optima of apps, and we're going to come out with the Mercedes Benz. So we're just going to really shake the market up with uh, resources that aren't out there yet that are so needed. Right. So there's an app out there now. I know we have a link on our, uh, we put a link up on our website to, to getting the Sober app on uh, Google and as well as uh, Apple. Is it up and it's up and operational in this MVP status right now? And then, it, 
and and so it's full functioning and it's an app that people can go download today but when is the when is this next generation uh timeline that is a that is a great question that's a great question yeah so (laughs) so here's kind of i mean you know again i love how this shit works right so you know, when when we connected and, and I'm getting to know Danny and and Curtis and, and I'm like, well, there's a, a, a tech guy, right? And and there's a marketing genius, right? And and so I started asking questions about the, the business side of it, right? And like, okay, this is great, but Mercedes costs money, right? So <laughs> so how is all this going going to work and 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 so they're like, well, we're going to try to figure it out. And, and I, I raised my hand. I'm like, well, I happen to know how to raise capital and, and, and I know some things about business. So I raised my hand. I was like, hey, let, let me jump in and see if I can help on, on the business side of it. So today we're, we're working together, um, you know, and in, in kind of today you're asking timelines. Mm-hmm. We, we, we don't specifically know today, but I would say today we're working on corporate corporate formation in california versus canada mm-hmm. so we're working on that uh working on business plans financials because no margin no mission mm-hmm. right that's my favorite yeah. line right yeah. uh we're connecting with investors so if anybody's listening and you want to invest in in recovery invest in sobriety invest in helping others this is a cool way to do it um and then um, on on the tech side, right? We we clearly see like the mobile app today has been an MVP, right? It, it's kind of initial yeah. launch, and and what we've learned from that launch is, you know, the driving demand of, you know, tools out there, and and so that's one thing. Secondly, is you know Danny's and Curtis's ability to connect with people in the sober community and collaborators and people that have influence and, you know, people that are committed also and share the passion and commitment of sobriety. Right. And I mean, that is this explosive. And so what, 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 you know, Curtis mapped out from a tech side is, Hey, this is what we can be. This is what we should be. This is what the Mercedes looks like. So we're engaging with an international, the one of the largest or, or the largest mobile app developers, um, you know, and we're getting ready to launch with them and start doing the discovery phase and mapping all this out, and and maybe you know six months, Mike, maybe. Okay, but I'm seeing three alcoholics in a room. Can't you get this done in six days? <laughs> I mean, I I don't understand the well, delay well, that's here. That's why it people. takes most people five years, and we're doing it in six yeah, months. Yeah, right, right, right. No, that's fantastic. Exactly. That's fan- that's fantastic. So, but but today people can can begin to experience at least pieces of of the functionality with the current app and it'll be nothing like what we have now but it is small pieces it was it's it's thousands of hours of content that kurt and i spent night and day and night and day Mm. gathering information to create yeah yeah what what the what the mvp is now um that people can experience is basically just the type of content we were going for which Mm -hmm. is teaming up with hundreds of collaborators to create original um, inspiring educational sobriety recovery addiction content and that's what they get there's thousands of hours at over right now um in so far we've had over 750 hours of content watch which 750 hours might not seem like a lot but when each video is only two to three minutes yeah that's, right that's a lot, sure. of, a lot of videos up. yeah that's a lot, a lot of it so and isn't that funny that's the way that's the way that technology is teaching us to learn in two and three minute bites. I mean, yeah. you know, you're not yeah. 
you're not you're not watching an, an epic anymore. You're you're watching you're watching little bites. You know that's why I yeah. joked about TikTok. But you know, are we really going to TikTok? Yeah, we are because that's a where the marketplace is, and b we can deliver little snippets of hope to people, uh, and then hopefully bring them into a, a larger venue of, right. of really yeah, unpacking. Really that's right, right. Yeah. So so maybe the sober app, and, and this is bold. What mm -hmm. I'm going to say is bold, and I'm just talking off the hip, and I'm using, you know. But the sober app may be the future of um, sobriety, community, and recovery tools. Right. Maybe. I I don't think it's bold. I think it's absolutely accurate. Boom. <laughs> boom. <laughs> boom, he says. Boom. I know. It's awesome. All no, right, guys. Super exciting, man. Yeah. Can't wait to. I, yeah. Can't wait to learn more. Yeah. I'm just so. I just know what what we have in store, what our plans are and, and, and what we have that we can bring to this is going to be monumental compared to what's out there. Well, keep, up the, keep up the good work, Curtis and Danny. Thank you so much, man. Love how this shit works. You. Come back Thank soon. Thank you All right, see you guys. We want an update soon. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> see you guys. Thanks for joining us for today's coffee chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.